You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2022 retirement landscape. What is going on in the United States with when it comes to retirement? What are people thinking? What do employers think? And I'm going to reference a study that, or a survey that went out to employers and, and, and retirees and actual workers and get their take on what they think about retirement. And you're also going to get my opinion as to what I think about what they think. And we're also going to get Tony Shore's opinion. There he is, Tony Shore. You're going to involve, you're getting involved today in the discussion. Last week, we talked about retiring during volatile times. So I guess that's an easy lead into my question to you. And what we're going to discuss today is what do you think about retirement in 2022? What do you think people are saying and doing well, Dan, let me uh, let me take my uh, binoculars here and look out on that 2022 horizon retirement landscape. You called it the retirement landscape. Let me check it out. You know what? We can't see the end of the world from here. No, we're not quite there, but I can see it. No, nope, I do see it. <laughs> I do see the end is the end is out there. Um, we can see it from here. We're not there, but we can see it from here. No, it's there has been a lot of doom and gloom, obviously. Uh, but uh, I think, um, sure, I think uh, people, what do they think right now in 2022 about retiring? If you are retiring this year, or even if you've recently retired, I, I would assume that um, you're nervous. I think a lot of people are concerned. They're worried. They're nervous because of the main two factors that we can't ignore that everybody's talking about inflation and the markets Um, between, even though the markets the last few days, as of the recording of the show, we've seen some bumps up, we've seen some positivity, but I mean, it's still in the basement year to date. If you look at the year to date numbers. So we've got a long way to go to climb out of that. But again, with the market volatility that happens, um, I'm more concerned. I would be more concerned if I was retiring or was in retirement about the cost of goods. I'm I'm concerned as a f- at this stage, let alone retirement. But I think that's a big concern because maybe people have a budget or a spending plan or an amount they plan on spending in retirement, and that's kind of been turned on its head. They might not have enough now budgeted because of the cost of goods and because if their retirement funds are in the market, as we mentioned, you mentioned this last week, those funds are probably down. They may have lost 20%. Right. I think you hit it on the head. Um, but I still want to wait. I was to, right about. Some- no, let's move on quickly, quickly. Can I, I can I edit out what I just said there? I'm you were right. Um, so what I want to do is reference the study this survey that went out sure. and this is BlackRock. Um, they call it the 2022 BlackRock read on retirement. And um, they survey uh, employees at, that work at a company with employer plan. They actually in, in surveyed the uh, employer sponsors of the plans. So when you have a 401k, someone's sponsoring that the employer has to pick the, what goes in it and they have to think about it. So 
what they think about retirement is important. And they ask retirees and people that are saving in general. So I want to highlight and people that are watching, they can look at the link right there. It's in there. I'll put it in the show notes and, and you can read this yourself, but I want to highlight the key findings on this and talk about what, what we think about it. So 2022, what's happened, confidence is down from the previous years. And I would assume so. The key point here is 42% of workplace savers said that the COVID had set them back when it comes to retirement. Mm. Um, why would a pandemic, global pandemic, set your retirement back? I don't know. Maybe you had a, you missed work or you got sick. Um, maybe you were concerned about the future and you had to tighten the belt and, and didn't put uh, as much away in retirement. So that is true. Confidence is down. And I also think the shaky start to 2022 when it comes to the stock market in general has people staying, wait a sec, I have less in my 401k than I did at the start of the year, yet I've been contributing every paycheck. That's not Ouch. a confidence booster. Right? No, because right. then you see that money go bye-bye, bye-bye. Where is it? Where did that money go? Yeah. Um, Right. So confidence is down and then you hit it again, Tony, you're right. Inflation is concerned. 87% of the workplace savers are concerned about inflation. Um, that's up. That's up big. And in fact, if you think about inflation, I don't know, five years ago. So we'll say in 2017, 2018 inflation, no one, we weren't talking about inflation. No, right? never. Yeah. I mean, we might say, hey, you want to at least keep up with inflation. So make sure your money's making at least that much, which right. that's 2%. the bottom, which was two or three percent at most. Three percent, right. you're doing great. So. Right. And fixed rates. We did a show on fixed rates going up now because inflation's 10 percent. You need, you know, one percent's not going to cut it anymore. No. Um but that's a big factor in retirement. And we've always said that we have, to, it, it, when you're creating a retirement income plan, you have to factor in inflation. And people get that because they know that goods don't cost as, they cost a lot more for the same thing 10 years from now in retirement and you're not gonna be working. But I think showing an 8% inflation rate is unrealistic. I, I think it'll come down. But yeah. when you have a 10% cost of living potential on social security, people start to say, wait, this is real. This is real. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. that is a big concern. So the survey wasn't showing us anything overly interesting there, but let's talk about some interesting findings from this survey from BlackRock. 86% of plan sponsors believe it would be helpful to reallocate assets to more age appropriate investments over time. Wow. So, so the educate people are becoming more educated on the fact that they need less at risk as they get closer to retirement, maybe. And the sponsors that are putting these 401ks together think that it's a good idea to do so. Right. But yeah. what do they do? Technically they don't do too much. What they right. have done, and we alluded to it last week, is they offer target date funds. Yes. Because the theory on target date funds is you pick a date, target date funds, for, in a nutshell, I pick target date 2040. What does that mean? 
That means I intend to retire in 2040. So my assets will be in there. And by 2040, it should be shifting so that at that point, I'm less risky, right? We did an entire show on target date funds and the fallacy behind many of them. Uh, One thing I would say is if you're in a target date fund, go all in. If you're going to get a target date fund, don't put like 25% in it and then 25% over here. And you're defeating the purpose. The whole point of the target date fund is that it's an all-encompassing active change over time. Um, Is it good enough? Well, let's think about 2022. Target date funds are down. Of right? course. Yeah. Right? Because they're still attached to the market. They're still, right. when you say funds, they're still stock, they're stocks. And or, and, and, or bonds, which yeah. can go down, people are realizing. Which we've oh, seen. really? <laughs> yeah, Is that bonds. true? I, yeah. uh, I have to laugh. Uh, whenever the word bond is mentioned, it's actually sad. It's either laugh or cry because they've been terrible. They have, but they're going to come back, Tony. They, they, the, the, the heyday of bonds will return at some point, but people think that bonds are the low or the, are the uh, op alternative safe to stocks. Like it, yeah. Right. But they both are risky. So the 401k has its limited options. Target date funds are there. Um, but the key is that the plan sponsors know that reallocating as you age is important, but getting people to do that is tough. Most people set it and forget it. It's the propel yeah. or the what the the, uh, yeah. the the oven rotisserie. Ronco, oven. Ron Ron Popeil, right. set it and forget <laughs> it. That's what most people do with their four hundred one k. You know, and then twenty years go by and they haven't adjusted anything, which is good and bad. It's good because you're not thinking of it, overthinking, and you're letting the market do its thing. It's bad because you're not realizing that as you get older, you need to change right. your investment strategy. Maybe or maybe not. But um, so back to the target date funds, 85% of workers, workplace savers that are not invested in a target date fund currently want to be invested in a target date fund after reading a description of one. So sure. they're like, they sound okay. good. They sound good. They right. So so the, there's an education issue here. People don't sure. know what these things are. So I'm not saying they're bad. And that show that I talked about, we we kind of say you know some negative things about them, but they're not. It's not like we're saying you don't want one. It's just that they're not everything that they made out to be. It's just that people don't even know about them. Mm-hmm. What does a target date fund mean? So employers have to educate them, and when they do, people say, "I like that." And why do they like it? because it's active. Mm -hmm. They feel like you're doing something instead of sitting. It's not just sitting there. It's not set it and forget it. It's not, it's not just doing nothing. It's not staying the same and no changes are being made. There's changes and or adjustments that are being made over time based on your time horizon. That's right. And people like to feel that there's something customized for them. Yes. That there's something that's proactively changing for them. One of the interesting things that I don't didn't have up here, but that was in the survey is that over 80% of sponsors felt that active management of funds outperformed the market in general. So they believe that active managers outperform the market when the actual opposite is true. Right. Right. But yeah, people like activity. They like things customized for them. They like the feel that they're not just 
being throwing passively money and hoping they, the idea of a target date fund to them says, Oh, I'm going to retire in, in, in 15 years, my funds going to be, someone's going to pull a lever that makes sense for me. So that's why people like it. Sure. It's just reminds me to remind the listeners, you have to be active in your portfolios, even if they're in the 401k, educate yourself on the options and, and figure it out. Don't just, right. You know, don't ignore the person in the lunch room breakout session. Yeah. Ask them questions. Now they're probably yeah. not going to be able to answer them. Right. But, yeah. You know, that's not always them. the best idea. Yeah. I think working, I think what people need to do though, Dan, and, and you can uh, tell me if I'm correct on this, but the thing to do, especially with the 401k, because I know my wife and I did this and we had no idea is, you know, people don't even realize exactly what's in their 401k or what it's doing. So you can go to a financial services professional, Dan Wendell. I know the guy, uh, and you can run a report and it'll break out. Here is what it is, especially for couples. You have this in this 401k and here's the stock breakout. Here's the percentage. Here's this. And so you have overlapping. This is really not diversified. It's not balanced. Uh, and so we can make adjustments and you should make this adjustment based on where you're at. It's really important to do that because your company and the HR team and nothing wrong with your company or the HR team, but they're not going to be able to break it out like that. You run a report like the compass report or something, right? Yeah. It's just like social security. You want advice. You don't go to social security. They're not allowed to give it to you. They'll help you move things and figure out how to add more, you know? Um, But yeah, you should talk to someone about it. I do that all the time for people. If, if you go to a financial person and say, what should I do with my 401k? And their default answer is roll it into an IRA and I'll manage it. Then you're talking to the wrong person. Cause sometimes yes. it makes sense to stay in a 401k. The conversation should be, okay, here's what you have in your 401k. Here's what you're trying to accomplish. Which of these options makes the most sense for you? Oh, and by the way, did you know your company offers a Roth 401k option? Should you do that? Or should you do traditional? Well, what, what does that mean? Another show, another, another time, but yeah, that's yeah. the kind of conversations you should have. Yes. But a lot of times the default is roll it over into an IRA. Now, on a little side note, legislation was passed and now is being enforced as of July 1st, 2022, that in order to take money out of a 401k and into an IRA, it has to be in your best interest by law. So if you're working with a financial professional that hasn't mapped out in very vivid and detailed explanation of why you're moving from a 401k into an IRA, you better think twice because they they can put themselves in trouble because the government is now going to crack down on people doing that. Yeah. So, um, but regardless of whether or not you are actually understanding your 401k or you having someone pick for you, you have to take the time to learn it. And if you, if you have a 401k, know the options and understand the target day funds. So just don't, because what most people do, I don't know which one I'm going to put equal across the board. Doesn't work. Doesn't, it's no. not always the best. Okay. Here's another final piece that I pulled from this survey that I thought was interesting. People want retirement income. 90%, nine out of 10 people, workplace savers are interested in owning a product designed specifically to generate income in retirement. I don't know what the 87 wow. is there. Maybe that that's a typo there, but 
90% are interested in owning a product designed specifically to generate retirement income. Wow. <laughs> That's called a, it was called a pension. <laughs> there uh, it is. And, and now we don't have those. And your 401k is not a pension. Your IRA is not a pension. Right. You know, the money, even if you have money sitting in a bank or in real estate, that's, that doesn't do that. So uh, that's why products have become popular, like fixed index annuities, because you can get an income rider where it'll give you, you put money in and it gives you a certain amount every month after you retire, after a certain time period. So yeah, that's right. Am I right? That's it. People, you know, can I have my pension, please? You yeah. know, like, where yeah. did the pension go? I think people, the people want the pensions, right? Yeah. It worked. Yeah. It worked. And now it doesn't work. Why? Right. Why? Because people don't have self-control. People don't have financial knowledge. People don't put enough in. So I don't, I, you know, I don't like big brother telling me what to do. You know, I don't like big government stepping in, but the idea of having a company create a pension for you eliminated so much financial stress for people and they're craving it. Look at 90% of workers want income. Now here's the problem, Tony, an employer has a 401k and once you leave the company or stop working there, their obligation is done. You don't have to leave the 401k. You could stay there, but they're not going to sit there and babysit you. You're gone. You're done. Yeah. Whereas a pension, they were forced to pay you. So they wanted to make sure, you know, they were putting enough aside and you were working enough. Yeah. And so people want that handholding in retirement. But as soon as you offer, we want that safety net and that uh, we want that, uh, you know, roof over our heads provided for us. We want the shelter. Yeah. Right. But, but as soon as you say, all right, well, in order to do that, you got to give up control of your 401k. The company's going to take it over and they'll pay you out. Oh no, no, no. That's my money. Give it to me. You know, if you said the same thing to someone about social security, here's $400,000 or I'll pay you 4,000 a month for life. People are going to take the $400,000, but if they do the math, they're going to get well over a million over their lifetime in social security. Yeah. Delayed gratification. So people want this guaranteed income. 401ks do not offer it. Right. But you mentioned, you mentioned, you know, everybody wants the pension. We'd all love to have that pension where uh, we were taken care of. We didn't have to worry about retirement. It takes away the worry. It takes away the burden from ourselves. I'd rather have that, the monthly payment. So that's, that stat doesn't surprise me, but I, I had to chuckle because you said, you know, what if if everybody had that pension, uh, you probably wouldn't have a job, Dan. That's why uh, there are way more financial planners and advisors today is because the people don't have pensions anymore. When they had pensions, they didn't have as much need or the majority of people didn't have as much need for a fi- personal you know, a financial advisor like yourself, a financial services professional. Now they do because it's gotten so complicated and you have to have a retirement plan in place. And there are other factors that affected that. But, you know, healthcare didn't cost that much. People didn't have student loan debt and they had pensions. So uh, the landscapes changed to where, you know, yeah, your grandfather may not, it probably didn't need a financial advisor unless he, you know, had over 200 million, then he should probably figure out where it's at and what right. it's doing. The financial advisors for, for the rich. 
Yes. You know, how do exactly. I how do I tweak this and that? How do I get generational wealth? Now, now they're for almost everybody. Right. If you have a job and you have a 401k, you need a financial advisor. Right. I mean, how do I, just that how simple. do I take my 401k and make sure it doesn't run out of money, which is the biggest fear yeah. most people have. That's my job. Yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. And yeah. here's an opportunity. We've talked about this in the past. The 401k options, this should be some sort of income stream option. Why don't they right. have an annuity option in there? Yeah. You know, it would, yeah. All right. So it would eliminate my job for some people. Not, not really. Cause mm. people still wouldn't know what to do No, because of healthcare and social security. Yeah. There's so many other things so, that go into taxes, it. Medicare, yeah. yeah. Taxes are a big thing. Imagine eliminating the income tax or putting it on a postcard like they always talk about all the accountants would be out of jobs except for the super rich, right? Who need, you know, right. so, yeah. but this was a very interesting stat to me. Um, people are concerned about inflation. People are concerned about, um, you know, volatility and they're craving guarantees. They're craving a pension. Mm. What is a 401k going to do about it? I don't know. There's legislation to get some guaranteed income options in there. Um, hopefully they stick, hopefully at least get the conversation going. Yeah. Um, but I still feel people are reticent to do it even when given the option. Okay. Here's what we can do. We can yeah. give you the income. Mm-hmm. You just have to sign over a big portion of your yeah. IRA for that. Oh yeah. no. So a lot what of is- companies were doing that over the last 20 years, especially um, less and less over the last five, but previous to that uh, over 20 years, a lot of the companies started to get out of the pension game. So they were offering their employees buyouts. Yep. And you, you gave that example of, Hey, we'll give you uh $300,000 right now or we'll pay that pension amount every year for the rest of your life. And people are like 300 grand right now. Let's go. You right. know, and they're in their fifties. The they're like, new they kitchen, be, get the boat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so uh, a lot of people do make the wrong decision when it's right in front of, when a pile of cash is waved in front of them. And the companies knew that because it was either pay him $300,000 now, or if he happens to live to 90, we're going to end up paying him a million dollars or whatever the amount right. is. So, yeah. But I'm not saying that's stupid. I'm just saying that's yeah. natural instinct. If I won the lotto, yeah. there'd be a big surprise if I don't play it. But let's say I won the Powerball. I'm taking the lump <laughs> yeah, sum. You, you don't give both. me the, you know, or I'll yeah. hand it to my nephew who just, you know, just turned 18 or whatever. You, I don't even know how old you have to be to play lotto. Yeah. Let's say it's 18. Hey, you cash this in and take the life, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll show them. Um, yeah. yeah. You're already, pl- I, you're already playing the numbers, looking at the math. Right, Dan. I love how your mind works. Yeah. Um, and this is all it is. It's a numbers game and the volatility, it stretches over your lifetime. So if you look at the big picture, you shouldn't be worried. But when you're focused on the here and now I'm retiring next year, lump sum sounds great. I'll, I'll it'll, it'll work. And then it doesn't, you know, that's yeah, why yeah. most lottery winners go broke. Yeah, it's just a known fact. But yeah, I think that people are concerned. The survey from BlackRock shows that inflation and volatility are concerns, and people don't have as much confidence as they used to. And and but for majority of people, they want something done. They they want proactive management. They like the idea of target date funds because they feel it's doing something. But they really want income. They want to retire and have that passive income or the retirement pension, which are gone. And so the 401k plans are not equipped to solve their problem. 
or their desire. And so they have to look elsewhere. They have to do it themselves. And that's where we are in this country. You have to do it yourself. And the only way to do it yourself is to actually learn and take ownership of this and not just, you know, hope that the company's going to bail you out or the government's going to bail you out because they're not. Everyone's right. relying on social security for more and more of their income. Look at that. It's not, yeah. it's not looking healthy unless some things change that could fail. So you got to be proactive. You got to just start taking ownership of your own retirement. Yep. There you go. Good advice. So the big Good question, show. Tony, do you think our children will have pensions again? Do you think that by the time they're our age, they'll be in a job that has a pension? No. You don't think they're coming back? No. Oh, man. I think they will. I Reed. think they will. I think the state I think companies, it costs the companies too much money. The gov- Between the government and the corporations, there's too many people in power who are like, eh. I don't think they have the foresight to see that what it does for workers, what it does for our economy and how it will help them in the long run. I think that, but that's a negative approach. I know I could, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully that, you know, like you said, maybe they will make a change to 401ks where there's a lifetime option. Uh, But will people have enough? I mean, you know, I mean, is that going to be enough? Is that going to be as good as the old pensions were even? I don't know. I don't know. And part of the problem is that people move jobs so often. So it's hard for a company to get behind that employee. Nowadays, it's different. You're right. I I wish I had had the opportunity that my, you know, my, you know, they did back when you could get one job, work there, work up and stay at that company for your entire life, get the gold watch and the pension. That would be so awesome. But now to move up, uh, and it's not that people aren't as hard workers necessarily. It's that to move up, you have to change jobs typically to get the bigger raise and move positions. You want to move and people move around and uh, jobs change a lot. And so, uh, yeah, it's a different world we live in. That's and the problem. dangling an increase in salary or a, a travel budget is much more appealing than, hey, stay with us because in 30 years, You'll have you'll be set. It's like that's a tough sell to the yeah. It is the instant gratification crowd, but it is. I think they could sell it to me now in my fifties. I would definitely say I will. Yes, you can tell your kid, but it's like telling my son to you know to to not drive like fast. You know (laughs) that's what you do when you're fifteen, seventeen. Yeah, exactly. I have a more. Positive outlook on the pension system. I think we're going to solve Social Security and people are going to realize how valuable that is. And I think what might happen is they'll create some sort of global, I don't want to call it government, but I think the government might have to have some sort of say in it, some sort of portable pension, personal pension, where it's like kind of like a 401k. You can put in the 401k, but you can also put into a pension. And if you leave jobs, that pension stays with you. And it kind of, is a universal um, sure. bucket that you can have your own private, like kind of like privatized social security in a way, but um, pension, personal pension for workers. I think that might happen. I think it would be a great solution um, just to help people get on track, but we'll see. Sure. We'll yeah. see. It'll so, be interesting. Well, thanks. Thanks Tony for your thoughts on this. And uh, hopefully by the time my kids are able to have a pension, it'll be Automatic. We'll see. 
That would be great. Until next time. Until next time, everybody. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.